What do we do when we find ourselves up against the many leadership challenges that exist within our chosen careers? We all have goals and achievements that we would like to accomplish. Unfortunately, these desires don't come equipped with insight or awareness on how to bring these accomplishments to light. In essence, this is why the Dream Octane Niche Finder Framework was formed. Our founder, Clifton C. Manning, spent the first 17 of his 20-year career in healthcare working with physicians and healthcare leaders to achieve patient-centric goals while possessing only an associate's degree in applied science. At times, these challenges were daunting, and he felt unqualified to achieve the success he wanted. However, he focused on becoming intentional in reading every leadership book that he could find, as well as attending frequent seminars in areas where he saw opportunities to improve. Over time, as he applied insights gained from these various sources, he was able to successfully and efficiently cross the hurdles he found himself up against. Eventually, varying degrees of success within his sphere of leadership influence became more evident. The Niche Finder podcast is intended to bring similar insight to you, the listener, from those who have achieved some level of noteworthy success in their chosen career. Our hope is that the challenges they have overcome in the past will provide insight for your current leadership struggles and unlock the dream of achieving success in your own career. We believe that if innovative change is an engine, your unique dreams and abilities could be its fuel. And now I present to you the host of the Niche Finder podcast, Clifton C. Manning. Well, we want to welcome you to this episode of the Niche Finder podcast. Today, we're privileged to have Vanessa Delia Fernandez on our show today. Vanessa is actually coming from the finance space and she has just transitioned over into operations. Formerly, she was working um, for the Port Authority and also did some some um, dabbling into um, real estate. And, and now she's working for American Airlines doing um, operations for uh, airport resources uh, as an analyst. So this is something that is a new space for her, but her passion or her niche is really about movement. By that, I mean dancing. <laughs> She'll tell you a little bit about her passion as we get into it. But without further ado, I want to introduce the Niche Finder community to Vanessa Thalia Fernandez. Welcome to the program. Oh, Cliff, thank you so much. And thank you for such a nice and uh, energetic introduction <laughs> about myself. <laughs> um, well, it's my pleasure having you on. Well, Cliff, um, I have to say that, you know, I thank you so much for for having this space and allowing people like me, like we're usually not out there, you know, mm. going into podcasts, um, <laughs> just giving us the opportunity to tell a story. We all have a story to tell. And, and I'm glad that we are going to talk about mine today. And, and I just have to thank you for that. Oh, yes. It's it's my pleasure. Um, so why would the audience have a vested interest in your journey? Well, I think the audience will have um, interest in my journey because I think uh, this story might resonate with um, some people. And um, my story is uh, it's a good story. I, I As you mentioned, I've been working for the Port Authority um, in the finance role since I graduated Rutgers Business and Rutgers School with my degree in finance I was able to manage my career in a way that I was able to have good jobs 
um, not only not only the corporate side but also in the public side. And in the public side is where I spend most of my time. First, I work for the um, city of Newark under the Economic Development Department in 2009 and 10. And I remember those years because during those years, Cory Booker was the mayor of the city of Newark. Of, of Newark. And Cory Booker um, was, as you know, a very dynamic mayor, a mayor that had a lot of good initiatives for the city. And the group that I work, uh, that I was working with was actually in charge of overseeing, you know, all these um, developments that were, were happening in the city and our major major mission during the time was to make the city of Newark friendly, a friendly place to live attracting, attracting more um, developers, attracting more business owners and just attracting you know people to come to the city and, and creating an environment where the city it, it was it's a good place it, it was a good place to live and it's, it's just becoming a good place to live of course the city had a lot of challenges and we all know what those are but you know um, during that time my my group was very busy pursuing a lot of a lot of different initiatives which I was fortunate to be part of so um, having that opportunity to working in the city of nowhere was very very uh, rewarding for me uh, and then uh, the Port Authority, where I spent um, almost nine years of my life <laughs> devoted to this company, a company that, again, is, is, is doing economic development as their, as their um, statement says, you know, they, they, they're keeping the region moving wow. uh, by providing um, um, this transportation um, infrastructure where goods and people are, are moving and, and um you know, during my years over there, in, I've been having roles in the finance area, and my last role was in the management and budget department. And so, um, you know, having this opportunity, working with these great leaderships, like, you know, under like Cody Booker, you know, the CFO of the Authority was also a, 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 leader, a leader that I admire a lot, a strong woman, a woman that came to our department, the uh, finance department, and changed little by little and slowly, slowly, the culture of the department, you know, seeing all those things happening, um, it's just good, you know, a good perspective for me because eventually, and for my niche, I'm going to apply and and have this, you know, a, a, a specific leadership style. And that leadership style is going to come from those references that I've been having in these different jobs um, that I had. So, so after having these, you know, wonderful years in, 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 in you know, moving through the ranks, uh, working in different departments, um, about three years ago, I started feeling um, that I was not, and I'm going to put this under quotes, I was just not feeling happy anymore, or mm. maybe I would say fulfilled anymore. And I just didn't understand. I wasn't understanding what was the reason for that. I just feel like, you know, it was not more exciting going to work every yeah. morning. And um, I, that that pushed me to start, you know, reflecting as to, you know, what is happening to me. And um, maybe it is time to, you know, to make a change. And um, I start questioning, do I really want to continue uh, performing this job for the next, you know, years? Um, and, and, and literally, I start questioning, you know, is this really what I meant to be? doing you know in this life you know what are my strengths what, what is it that I am good about mm. 
And I and I had the, the the urge, you know, to find my vocation. And the vocation is something that is very, very deep, you know, in a way, because it has it has to do with all these talents and gifts that you have. But you want to put those talents and gifts into the into the use the use and the benefit of others. Yeah. So it's it's easy to say, well, you know, I just want to find my vocation. But what what that is, and mm-hmm. and that was something that I couldn't answer. I don't know. I don't know what that is yet. So that also translated to you know for me to question. I mean, do do I really know who I am? Mm. <laughs> do I really know myself? You know, maybe maybe no. Maybe I need to do a little a little more ser- search and self discovery in order to be able to answer those questions so all you know so there's been a you know a period of 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 time where i you know i start questioning of that and i start thinking you know it's time for me to move on and do something else yeah and um i did take some steps to do that Mm. so not so it it, it was easy for me to determine okay this is what i really don't want to do which is Basically, I want to move from finance. Finance, it's, some, it's a career that I don't see myself doing anymore. So that was a very clear thing that I had. What was not clear is, but then what would I be doing now? What am I good at? Yeah. So I start taking some steps, you know, in order to, to come to some answers. For example, one of the steps was to go to Rutgers Business School. I mm. wanted to, you know, to discover maybe other skills. And, and in fact, it was a really good, good, um, good choice because, um, during business school, uh, my entrepreneurial spirit started mm-hmm. growing <laughs> and thinking, you know what? I think this is something that I see myself doing perfectly. Wow. I see myself that, um, I, you know, not having a, a, a normal job, uh, eight hours a day. Um, and instead I see myself, you know, doing something that I feel more passion about. Hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> so, so tell me this. And I find that fascinating. And I love when, um, when I hear people land in a spot where they are trying to find out exactly, you know, um, their their value you know and i think once you can find your niche at least in the research and and that i've done and the experts that i've spoken to um they uh, the 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 niche that we have uh sometimes it's not always it's not always obvious you know sometimes it's exposed through circumstance right as a matter of fact les brown has a great quote he says uh, in life, you will always be faced with a series of God-ordained opportunities, brilliantly disguised as problems and challenges. At the start of your journey, what roadblocks did you find yourself up against? Well, I'm basically, um, you know, not knowing that and just dealing with uh, with the fact that, you know, um, everything is uncertain so trying to figure it out what are my next steps and um and that's what i've been trying to do i've been trying to take you know um you know trying to go and follow my instinct and doing things that i think will put me to that position and where i will find you know what is that that niche what is that those talents and those vocations that i am looking at so not only you know i've been i've been i you know, Rutgers was a really good option, you know, to find out things that I like, 
uh, but I also at work I start doing um, I start getting more involved with different groups and I just realized how much I enjoy you know working with groups and and developing events you know where um, the people um, starts learning th new things while also having fun um, being uh, being and being with the witness of, of those dynamics um, mm. was really really an eye-opener for me because then I realized you know this is something that I really enjoy doing it and it seems like it's coming easy to me mm. um, I conducted um, a training class and one of my colleagues said to me wow you know you you just seems like you are natural in doing these things mm. and those are the you know those little things that start adding to okay you know this is this is you know I'm going to the right direction yeah. once I find out that you know I love working with groups and I say you know let me take um, a coaching a coaching class you know because um, I wanted to um, you know continue developing those skills to work with groups and coaching was uh, a way of you know how to uh, interact with other people and yeah. you know helping them in a way with whatever they they want to do so i've been taking a lot of steps you know in order to get there but i think the challenge the, the biggest challenge was um you know trying to and i did not have anything planned but for example um i took a strategic move to come to dallas because you know i thought this is where my niche could actually be uh, developed in progress right. and um I, I really pursue um, a job here and I really pursue a way to stay in, in Dallas and come to Dallas. But um, I and I apply to different jobs and different positions. And, mm. and, and, you know, sometimes those things didn't happen to me. And, um, and then that made me sad and that made me discouraged, you know. And then it made me, you know, reflect as to what is it that I really, is, is this what I really want to do? And um, and I think it's just a fa the fact, you know, that you have to allow yourself to just pause. Mm. Pause is very important. Take a breath, and yes. then come back with a new with a new vision. So you will always have those roadblocks, you know, I, mm. of 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 um, of things that will probably not go your way, and you have yeah. to swallow it, and you mm -hmm. have to accept it, you know, because those mm. are things that 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 are. They're just the way things are, you know, mm -hmm. and, and 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 that's it, you know. Um, just not try not to control to have everything under control. There is, mm. there's got to be this space where you don't know what's going to happen. You're not going to have to deal with it. Well, you know, I think um, I think what you're saying is so valuable, you know, and I appreciate you sharing that, you know, that um, I, I hear what you're saying. It's like a struggle. You don't really know the what's going to happen. But still, you find yourself moving forward anyway. It uh, reminds me of a quote from a, a Jewish philosopher, Maimonides, uh, from the 11th, 11th century. He says, the risk of wrong decision is preferred to the terror of indecision. And so I appreciate you moving forward. And as you put it, pause at times to, to just take a breath and say, all right, listen, we need, as you put it, a new vision. <laughs> uh, that is so important. It takes a lot to do that. So I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. it, <laughs> Go ahead. No, and, and I just wanted to add also, Cliff, that I think that also one of the biggest roadblocks that I that I and, and this is I think and I think everybody goes through this is is the fact that you 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 have fears you know you doubt yeah. about yourself and you doubt about your 
your qual your skills, your capabilities, you know, because this is probably something that you have not done before and you don't know what's going right. to happen. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest the biggest detractor of oneself is, is us. So we have to be very careful with us and how to manage our own internal demons, you know. And, and those are, the I think, the, if I have to say what would probably is another big roadblock in this journey it's going to be you in, in the sense that if you are not um, believing yourself if you don't love yourself yes. then you're going to have fears and it's just going to be very difficult to to continue your journey so you have to overcome those for, for, for the most part Hmm. You know, Malcolm Gladwell says uh, compliments for even what you're saying right now. He said it's not enough to have a great idea and focus and 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 the focus and conscientiousness to see see it through. You must have the strength and resolve to pursue that goal, even when the rest of the world thinks you're insane. Malcolm Gladwell said that this now is the section that I see is what I call your niche. And there's really five questions that I ask you on uh, on what I believe to be the 5P framework, as I coined it in the book, Dream Octane. So the first one question that I have for you is passions. What do you do that when you do it, you feel like you're you're set on fire or, you, or you've been ignited? <laughs> well, let's see how we treat passion, right? Because passion is, is, is not something that we can live or experience, you know, on a constant basis, you know? So, um, when we talk about the niche and we talk, oh yeah, I have passion for it. It's great. But you have to understand also that when you pursue something that you feel passionate about, you also are going to hit places in which, you know, things that you probably don't like to do you know not everything that you will do for your niche not because i love dancing and i'm passionate about dancing i'm just going to love everything related to dancing you know, there's going to be places in which i'm not going to feel too passionate about it probably it's going to be i don't know uh, trying to figure it out the logistics of finding the you know the best place you know to have my class for example you know just right. an example so um so passion is important you know but um but just be conscious that that it is a very it's a very it's a very sensitive word. Like you have to be passionate not only for the things that you like, but the things that probably you won't you won't like. That, but that anyway that are needed, you know, yes. in order to to progress and develop your niche. So it cannot. It's not all that pretty. That's what I'm right. trying to say. And you have to be conscious of that. That that. When you put all your 100%, all your passion and your intensity is to both, is to those good things and good moments that you're going to leave, but also those bad moments that also are important and really needed, maybe to also inject more passion to what you do. So next question that I have for you, Vanessa, is uh, what do you do that's a pattern? What do you do naturally well? I dance very well. <laughs> no, well, yes, dancing is, is something that I obviously, um, uh, and, I, and I don't want to feel like I'm arrogant about it, but, mm. you know, we all have plenty of talents. And I think, you know, one of the talents is, you know, for me has been dancing. Uh, but I, I, I am also good in, in regards to um, 
you know, being um, adjustable, being positive, being um, um, always trying to find, you know, the best of, of, of the things. Um, I'm training myself, you know, also to to uh, turn things on my favor, you know, when things come your way, you know, turning things on your favor, um, using every little thing that you, that you have that is coming your way on your benefit is really mm. important. Like many people say, you know, every penny counts. Those every little experience, every experience that you have will count if you make it count for you. So yes. that's what I'm trying to do. And I think I am good at it because um, in thinking about my niche, you know, if I hear something, you know, I, I'm, I could be in the store. I could be hearing people talking. And if I, you know, if I, if I see or hear, hear something that could be, re- that can be related to my, to my, to my niche or what I, uh, what I want to do, I grab it and I, and I start it in my brain and then I think about it. And if it's something good, then I might implement it later. So things like that, you know, I'm always constantly trying to get, to get those things on my benefit. Hmm. Um, what do you do that feels purposeful? What do you do that when you do it, you say to yourself, I feel like I was made for this moment? I feel like I was made for this moment. Um, I think is when I am able to express myself fully, whether it is in dancing. Um, and, and, and that's why I'm so, uh, I'm so enthusiastic about the artistic part because when you yes. are performing an art, you know, you are just you and, 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 and the higher up or the universe or the energies, you know, and nobody else. Um, so, but you can find that also that, um, that same feeling when you're performing anything, anything where you put your heart on. So, um, every time that you do it with your heart, you're going to have that same feeling, that same momentum. And, and, and that's what motivates me, you know. Um, and that's the reason why for me it was important to move on because that as soon as I start feeling that I didn't have that emotion, that, yeah. you know, that, that's something in my heart for my job, for my life. You know, I knew it was the moment, you know, that I had to make changes because I am seeking for that. Hmm. What do you do um, that is a proficiency? So proficiency is an opposite side of the pattern coin where patterns you do something naturally well. Proficiency is what you've learned to do well over time. What do you consider to be your proficiency? Well, I think my proficiency and what I learned to be to do well over time, I think it, it was um, mostly to, um, for example, con- um, interact with um, um, a large group of people. And that's where I, I've been learning through my job because um, one of the, the nice activities that I, I, I took was to be part of an, um, an EBRG. Uh, a group of um, called the Women's Council, where we had members, and we have to provide different events, you know, mm. for our members that include some educational or informative sessions about different topics. Um, so, you know, putting all these, you know, putting all these events together, but you know, crafting, crafting, um, the, you know the message or what you want to accomplish when your members come to sit mm. in your event and what they are learning from that event crafting that that portion 
of mm. of what you're trying to accomplish it is the is the part that i you know i learned doing and and i really you know feel like uh, i I'm doing a good job and yes. I've been doing a good job. Um, so, uh, and the way that I know that is because at the end of the event, you know, people always, you know, make comments and if they enjoy the event, they will tell you, you know, and that gives you the, the sense that, you know, that you are in the right path and, and you can put other events uh, or, you know, with different dynamics and, mm-hmm. and opens also the door, you know, for you to be very creative. And that's what I've been, I've been trying to do. And, and yes, I was right. Now, what do you do? Uh, last question that I have in this section is what do you do that helps to solve problems for others? So you help to solve problems, but in a, a way that's unique to you. The way to solve problems. Um... Or in other words, what do people come to you to solve? What problems do they bring to you normally to, to solve? Mm-hmm. Mm, I would say, I, I I would say it's just um, I don't know if to put it in just in my in, in in the context of work. I'm trying to to see if I have an example from work, but um, I think uh, in most of the time that I experience people coming to me is because is because um, I've been able to provide or make a decision um, and sometimes making um, a decision that was risky that maybe nobody was able to do it just because they were afraid of doing it right um, so I am a little bit of a, a risk taker and um, and when when it's about to make a decision I am the one who's going to make the decision, even though the decision could be tough as well. So I think people came to me to say, you know, to ask, what would you do and what what can we do at this time? And I would be like, okay, I will do this. Let's do this, you know. So I will throw the first stone on the air and then, you know, kind of breaking that fear maybe of doing something or having a, a specific approach. And then with that, you know, initiative, then people start feeling more like, okay, you know what? There is a direction we can do this. Mm. So, I guess I'm good at that as well. <laughs> Making good decisions when somebody, when people don't want to make them, I will make them very quickly. <laughs> so uh, that's the, what I consider to be your niche. Now, what I want to get uh, the last couple of questions is, are your secrets? And so, what? Secret? Would you tell your pre-niche self self that will help accelerate progress from where you found yourself at that point in time to where you are today? Oh my God, this is a great question, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it because wow, from from where I am right now, and all the things that I learned, you know, of course, I can tell my my pre-niche self so so many things. But one of the major things I would say is, you know. Start your journey with a light pack on your shoulders. Don't start your journey with, you know, all these things that you think you need for your journey. You know, Mm. you need water, you need food, you need clothes. Maybe it's going to be hot. Maybe it's going to be cold. Maybe, you know, you have all these, you know, things on your on your back. Mm. And, you know, when you start your path and your journey, you will find out that, you know, life will provide for you when probably is needed so mm. 
Start your journey with a light pack, and that also includes, you know, to be to work on yourself in a way to to try to get a, to get rid of all these, you know, fears with all these, you know, maybe judge them. Ju- judgments you know about things you know you those misperceptions that you have about about things when you haven't experienced but you probably heard you know other people you know things you know that you haven't experienced and you're taking it oh maybe this is this is what it is but you haven't experienced them you know so so just try to just try to be uh, try to have a light a light back with you and start your journey and start your journey also with expectation of of that you know it's beautiful to not to know what's going to happen so mm-hmm. i would tell that to my young, to 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 my young self and also another important thing that i would say is you know start creating a good habits yeah it's very important you know because once you know once you you come to a point that you want to you know excel or or you know have developed your own niche you know you're going to realize that you know it 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 takes some discipline it takes to have good ha- habits to get there it's not just about oh you know i'm feeling passionate about dancing so i'm just going to mm. you know make it happen no that doesn't, right. doesn't go that way you know you need yeah. to you need to train yourself to be able to do that and building good habits, you know, uh, be, being disciplined, being organized, being, I don't know, you know, all these things. Also taking care of your health, you know, if your health is not good, then forget about anything else. If your emotions are not good, if you're not mentally good, you know, nothing that you're planning to do, your passion is not going to take mm. you <laughs> if you are wow. not in alignment with all those three things. So right. I would say start as soon as possible addressing these because once you get, you know, to a, 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 an age that, you know, you don't have too much more time, you know, you can get there, you can make it happen, you know, but mm. it will be easier and you will have an advantage if you, if you start earlier. Nice. Uh, what secret is a must have to getting started and staying committed? <laughs> Again, <laughs> well, you know, to get it started, um, Cliff, there, there is not a secret, you know, um, and it is true, you know, there is not um, a, a, the best time to, to, to start anything. I mean, I think it's just a, a fact of just doing it, you know, just just go for it. And I think you will know when is the right time because your your desire, your emotions are going to be there. And once you feel that way, you know, just do it. Just do it. Don't think too much and, and, and go for it. And um, I think the other question was how to be consistent about it, right? Yes, yes. How to be consistent about it. Again, um, the only way that you are going to be consistent about it is to um, do your homework. And as I said before, you know, do your homework as to make sure that you develop already consistency in other things, in other little things, like for example, you know, doing your bed you know every morning and just a very silly example but if you if you're capable to do your bed in a consistent basis you know you're going to be capable to do other things other things in a consistency basis and therefore the consistency is just going to be another maybe good habit or you you're gonna have it ingrained in you um and, and just just that i love it so the last question that I will ask you here, um, actually second to last question is how do you know when it's time to change course versus stay and focus on your goal? 
when is the time to change cars? I think is 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 going to be mostly when you know <laughs> things are not just, things are not going the way that you are probably you know trying to make it work. Mm. And um, I mean, and for me, that would be a sign that it, it is time to to take a pause and um, and and just you know uh, with the coming with a, uh, a fresh look and, uh, you know, a, a refreshed mind, looking at things in a different way. Um, and so, so basically is that, you know, if something is to start not working for you, that's kind of telling you that, okay, you know, it's time to maybe, you know, look for other ways to do it. Mm. And um, what was the other question? And what that, oh, and when you... And when you can stay in curse and, and be focused in curse, right? In your goals. Yes. Well, you know, you are going to experience the momentum, the momentum. There's going to be always a momentum when you are trying to achieve something. Mm. And when you have that momentum, that's when you have to take the most advantage of it. It's happening. It's going the way you want it. You are having more clients. You are having more um, successful uh, comments about what you're doing. So, this is, you know, the time where you have to then, you know, with your old strengths, continue going and, and give your the best that you can. Um, so, yeah. Mm. I love it. Just being uh, tenacious and doing what you need to do. And in, in Malcolm Gladwell's book, uh, Outliers, he says, practice is not the thing you do once you're good. He says, practice is the thing you do to make you good. And so well, just what you're sharing, I think is, is, is such, you know, nuggets of truth. And I think it's so simple yet so clear. Now, if somebody wanted to get in contact with you to learn about how to move, how to have that passion behind a dance that they do. And also some of the other disciplines that you mentioned, how would they best contact you? Well, I am LinkedIn. Um, so my information, my I think my professional information is in LinkedIn. So that would be the best way I would say. I also have Instagram, an Instagram account. Um, okay. I'm trying to make it now more um, more directed to my niche. So that would be also another good area where to look for me. Absolutely. So spell your name for them so they can have it. Well, it's Vanessa, V-A-N-E-S-S-A, Thalia, T-H-A-L-I-A. All right. So <laughs> that's how we, they will find you with that spelling in LinkedIn and also in Instagram. And also, yes. All right. Well, so look, I want to thank you for being a part of this show. Right before I let you go, I just want to let the niche finder community know that um, they can, if they are thinking about moving their niche online or they're looking for something that can help to save them time, energy, and effort. You want to join the Launch My Niche uh, challenge is actually launchmyniche.com. They'll actually give you three mistakes that coaches, consultants, and counselors make when trying to move their niche online. So if you're an educator, if you're an instructor, if you're an advisor, if you're any one of those things, uh, you may want to check this, this, this video out just to ensure that that those mistakes don't end up in your journey. So yeah, if you want to learn about the three mistakes that coaches, consultants, and counselors make <laughs> and what you can do to avoid it, you want to go on to the launchmyniche.org. Again, that's www.launchmyniche.org. 
www.officeshop.org and, um, you know, get free access to that video. Um, and we, we look forward to having uh, you share in, in that forum, as well as there are a number of other things, a, a private Facebook page and a number of other things to help network with other people who are like minded like you. And, um, you know, again, you can help to express and define not only express, but define, refine and then deliver the niche that you have to offer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Vanessa, I want to thank you for being a part of this, you know, chiming all the way in from from Texas. <laughs> you know, and, and and I appreciate you sharing just your passion about dance and and how you your perspective around it. It was really refreshing and uh and I'm sure the niche finder community will will appreciate it. Thank you, Cleve, and I wish you all the success and, and, and thank you for having for having me. All right. All right. So we, we look forward to having the very next guest on the next episode. Again, go on to launchmyniche.org and we can connect there. And you can also follow me because I can I forgot to tell you this. The free membership we also have. If you follow me off on Instagram, uh, Clifton C. Manning, um, I will give you access to the Niche Finder community, exclusive access to uh, training videos uh, that you can use uh, to launch your niche and just give you some insight on how to accelerate progress in that area uh in uh, the area that you have of influence all right so again clifton c manning on instagram free membership go in there and you can get some tutorials on how to do your thing online and help accelerate that and if you want to learn about the three biggest mistakes that coaches consultants and counselors make go on to launchmyniche.org and you can learn more about that look forward to talking more with you and also sharing with the next expert that we have on the very next episode as they help you on your journey towards your dream